Welcome to your sanity safe space, the call-in show where you decide the topic. From Hillary to Harambe, there are no limits. You can be nice. Really great talking to you. You're a cool dude, great dude. Awesome. You can be mean. You shit. (laughs) Or you can blow it all up. Every Wednesday at 9, it gets crazy when you get their number and you can call them maybe. And now, here they are, Matt Christensen and Blonde. Hello and welcome to the show. It is the call-in show, the show where you get our number and we are at your mercy. Um, coming, coming at you from my normal uh, mother's basement abode, but you are, you are in... Um, you're not in the belly of the beast, or at least I'm not, not that I'm beast. I'm in Colorado. A developing beast, perhaps, but perhaps, yeah. Not a full-blown scary beast. Uh, so yeah, uh, Fort Collins, Colorado. Is it? Has it been fun? Have you enjoyed your trip? Yeah, it's you know, it's Colorado. What can you do? Well, that sounds like a ringing endorsement. I, don't I can't know. wait. <laughs> I can't wait to go. Um, in any case, welcome to the call-in show. Uh, what are you? You're looking all weird. Oh, I guess the, dog, the dogs running down. Yeah, the Blonde's got her like all her family all around her, so there might be weird noises <laughs> and potentially uh, trickery at, at at play here. So I, I don't really know what's going to happen. <laughs> in any case, this is of course the call in show. Uh, we got people waiting in the roll call. If you are new to the show, there is a link in the description to join the call in server. Once you're in the server, put your name in the roll call. That's how we know who arrived here first. And we bring people in on a first-come, first-served basis. Patrons get priority. If you're a patron, you should be marked in orange in the server. If you're not, let me know. We'll get you marked. And, of course, if you can't join the show live and you want to contribute, we do take questions by email. And you can upload your questions to YouTube. We'll play the audio on the show and respond to that. I'm still getting that weird beeping coming off you, though. I don't know, so, I don't know what to say. I don't, I don't hear it, so I'll move my laptop away from my mic. If it keeps beeping, we'll just we'll give you a restart and okay. figure it out. But... I mean, obviously, this I have to maintain the high production level of this show. I can't have it compromised. Uh, okay, let's let's get our callers in because we got. Oh yeah, it's. Uh, you want to just? Can you just restart? Actually, I'll bring some callers. Should in I hang up on the Skype call? Yeah, just last time and when you, the, last time when this happened, we restarted your computer and it stopped. So okay. it's not super bad, but it's just giving this weird. So I'll like, call you back on Skype. Is what you're telling me? Yeah, yeah, we'll okay. be fine. All right, all right, bye. And I will take calls absent blonde in the meantime. And I hope that, uh, I hope nobody's mad about that, but you know, everyone wants to call to talk to me anyway. At least I like to think, I... oh, well, she's already calling me back. I thought you were going to restart your computer. I thought I just called you back on Skype. Okay, fine. I'll restart my computer. All right. <laughs> okay. This is a great, great start to the show. We really got things under control. <laughs> All right. I'll talk to Kangaroo Biohazard, who uh, a frequent caller. Always Kangaroo, you're always like so quick, always right on the um, right on the the, the deadline for uh, or right on the the we open the calls at uh, six fifty my time, Mountain Time, and you're always right on it. Anyway, yeah, what's man, going we're on? In, Kangaroo? We have ten hours ahead, so you know all my messages come through ten hours faster. Yeah, so I had to kick uh, Blonde off because um, I don't know oh. what's going on with her, but she'll be right back. So I hope that you were not. Uh, if you need to speak with her specifically, I can I can bring no, you back no, in no, a little no, bit. No. But um, uh, I do have a question specifically for her. I'm going to save it for another week. Um, I just thought I'd uh, I thought I'd give you a healthy dose of cancer if you if you're interested. Oh, in that I never stuff. can get my fill. There's never oh, enough. Me neither. I just love <laughs> yeah. waking up to another yeah um, another another undocumented immigrant. Um, you know, culturally enriching. <sighs> okay, <laughs> I'm just going to get into it because I'm lost okay. for words. So. Surfers Paradise. Um, it's a it's a it's a beach on the east coast of Australia. Mm-hmm. Uh, an Afghan-born, quote unquote, seventeen-year-old um, spent two hours swimming in the surf and then grabbing women's genitals from under the water. Jesus these women, Christ. These women range from between fifteen years old and twenty-four years old. Um, so he's a little shark pervert, is what you're talking about. Yep, like he exactly. lurks like, under the water. Fingers up your clothes. Was he, did he yeah. answer me this? Gross. Did he have like um? He didn't have like full scuba equipment or a snorkel, did he? Was he just holding I, his breath? I, I have no idea. I assume he was just holding his breath. Wow. All right. Um, 
so he finally, um, like three of them got together, um, got a lifeguard, lifeguard called the police, police arrested him. He was originally going to be charged as an adult because he had no documents when he got here. Sure. Um, but of course then he was a 17 year old and tried as a minor because suddenly they miraculously were able to accurately determine his age to one where he gets a reduced sentence. (laughs) (laughs) They counted the rings, you know, just like a tree or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. Please cut him open, count the rings. Um, (laughs) (laughs) and, uh, after all of that, um, he pleaded guilty to, uh, what is it? Nine charges of sexual assault, three charges of common assault. And he's getting away with um, all of it because of cultural differences. What do you mean he's getting away with it? Like the charges are going to be charged. The charges are all being dropped because he what? grew up in a, in a in a culture where that sort of uh, behavior was acceptable, and he just didn't know better. The, the the poor poor innocent little sweet brown kid didn't have any idea, and that's that's why that's why he just sexually assault. Like he knew what it was. And he obviously knew that the women didn't like it, but he just didn't know what sexual assault was. Sorry, guys. Nine accounts. Yeah. Well, I've heard similar similar cases in Europe, too, where I don't know about the legality of it. I don't know what's going on in Australia or what has potentially happened in Europe. But I've heard similar descriptions where there was that one famous case. I forget which. I think it was a Scandinavian country where there was a guy who was raped by a... By an immigrant. Uh, yeah, and, and then and he covered he, it up because he was yeah. like, oh. And then the guy got sent yep. back and he felt bad about it because, oh, he's yep. just he's just a poor, lowly brown guy. He doesn't know how to, you know, how to how to act morally and not rape people. He was uh, just trying yeah. to culturally enrich my anus. Come on, guys. It's fine. Yeah, it's it's very weird. Um, and it's like, just recently I saw something about, um I saw something about, I think it was like a dude, he, he raped two, like, fucking nine-year-olds or some like ridiculously young shit like that and then he claimed to be autistic and so he didn't understand what no meant this is another um this is another immigrant and i'm just weird like, so since um, when since when has ignorance from the law been excused from the law that's literally yeah. just been a keystone of, <laughs> of Bond, are you legal are you able to hear kangaroo yeah we're good um, so real quick, we'll, we'll off to let you go, Kangaroo. But you want to just explain that in thirty seconds again to Blonde <laughs> as quick because this is something she might enjoy. Like this is yeah. just a story I think you'd enjoy. Um, immigrant was pretending to be a shark, but instead of eating people, he was just grabbing their vaginas instead. In the Australian Ocean, yeah, oh in, in, my. yeah, in, 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 at an Australian beach. Uh, yeah. Nine accounts of sexual assault, three charges common. People between fifteen and twenty-four years old, and he got off of all of it because of cultural differences. Oh, what a fucking surprise! Yeah, yeah. just Bye. just absolute joy. <laughs> Wonderful. <sighs> well, I, you know, this is um, this is why you were so excited for your trip to Europe that you've been talking about. You could go, yeah, yeah all right, <laughs> yeah, exactly. You could go have the have the experience. All right. Well, thanks for the call, man. I um, thank you for the healthy dose of uh, AIDS, cancer, whatever else, however else you want to describe it. Appreciate it. Yeah. All right. See you later. Have a good one. Thanks, man. Thanks. All right. So uh, I think I I don't hear the weird beep. So I think we fixed it. Cool. It wasn't Um, the crickets that are next to me. No, it's like this weird electronic beep that comes in ever so often. Hmm. Um, I am the one percent is up next, but I don't see this person. Uh, so I'm the one percent. If you can hear me, be sure to join one of the waiting rooms in the server, and then I'll pull you in. Uh, keep an eye out for it. I'm the one percent. Cool. If you can for me. Okay. Uh, red doggy, big red doggy, is up next. You're good to go, big red doggy. If you can get your mic unmuted done and done there you go what's up oh not much not much i just had a bit of a a funny story that happened a couple weeks ago okay um, to you and blonde so i live in uh tulsa oklahoma Mm -hmm. so there's this really cool deal that they have in downtown it's called the center of the universe and what the center of the universe is is this acoustic anomaly so it's about a 50-foot diameter in circle. So you can stand in the circle and hear everything outside of the circle. It's actually a little bit amplified. But if Weird. you're standing inside the circle, you won't hear anything. 
from somebody speaking inside the inner circle. So this is obviously, just to clarify, this is like some sort of man-made construction. It's not a natural thing. Right. Okay. Right. But is, it, is this it, like the only one of it, or is this something that exists elsewhere? You know, I'm not sure. I'm not sure. I know that they have a big festival every year. They call it the Center of the Universe Festival. Hmm. Um, but what was really funny is uh, I had uh, my cousins in town from Missouri, and we were eating downtown. And I was like, hey, guys, do you want to go see this? It's really kind of cool. And they like, yeah, 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 let's go see this. Let's go see this. So we walk down to it, and there's a protest going on. Okay. <laughs> so they've got it completely encircled on the outer circle. And then there's a guy in the middle who's giving a big, trying to give a big giant speech, but you cannot hear it. <laughs> but, because... di- but they didn't know um, that this, are you saying they didn't know that this was that acoustic anomaly that you're talking about or they're doing this intentionally? I, they were blocking off the center of the universe intentionally but you couldn't hear the guy giving his speech telling what they were protesting, which was really fun. Well, it's about as useful anyway. I mean, that just seems more convenient for everybody. <laughs> yeah, I mean, they really. get, they get to yell all they want and nobody has to hear it. That seems like a win win. I, uh, that sounds great. If you ask me, <laughs> it is, it is, but, yeah. uh, I didn't get to display and, uh, let my cousin see how cool the anomaly was, but yeah, I guess you're right. It, it it's, uh, you know, different side of the coin. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> Yeah, that's uh, yeah. I mean, everybody's happy. Just don't tell them that no one can hear them. Of course, keep it secret. Yeah, yeah. 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 So it was uh, it was really funny. So yeah, that that was just my short little story. It was just kind of funny to me that these protesters were trying to protest something and trying to get their message out, but nobody <laughs> could hear them. Yeah, yeah. Jokes well, on them, suckers. Exactly. There's a joke there about you know, like if a protester, it's like if a tree falls in a forest and nobody's there to hear it. <laughs> Does it make a noise? I can't think of the joke that applies here, but something like that. Someone, can, <laughs> someone in the chat figure or it out, can run chat. with that. Yeah. yeah. Oh, they'll figure it out. They're cancerous. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. Of course. All right. Well, thanks for that. Uh, thanks for that little observation. Um, I'll have to look into that because it sounds really interesting. Just to even from a scientific perspective, or like yeah, a, yeah. beyond. Uh, it's called just... the center of the universe. It's really kind of an interesting thing. If you ever make it down to Tulsa, Oklahoma, definitely check it out. Sure. Well, thanks, man. Thanks for calling. Have a good night. Thank you, guys. And when I say from a scientific perspective, I mean the like pre-Bill Nye scientific perspective, of course. <laughs> not we have to clarify after this week, which um, which we'll talk about a little bit on Sunday. I'm sure. I have everyone's, not been following this Bill Nye story at all. Everyone's but it, my boyfriend's about it. so pissed about it, and everyone's talking about it. Uh, every, like every podcast and show I listen to has talked about it at length. I think Ben Shapiro yeah. has done like two shows about it now. Well, now I have to watch it on Netflix. <laughs> It's I, so I bad. I, I just, well, I'll save it for Sunday. By the way, I, I'll say it at the end of the show. We're going to go an hour late on Sunday for people who listen to the show. We're going to go an hour late. Um, and, uh, but other I than had that, a scheduling snafu. This is not yeah, Matt's fault. Everything will be normal other than that. And yesterday, taped a conversation with River Gibbs. River Gibbs got it to close the show on Sunday. Blonde and River, uh, I don't know, going at each other's throats while, while I just sit and watch it. He called it, me mostly. boo-boo. <laughs> yeah. It, hold up, boo-boo. I'm like, wow, this is top, <laughs> top-notch top debating right here. Uh, okay, next up is um, The Accidental Poet. I don't want to tease that too much because I don't want to. I thought it was entertaining, but I'm sure there's plenty of people who are going to hate it. So, Great. Uh, the Accidental Poet is up next. Uh, you're free to chime in whenever you're ready, Mr. or Miss Poet. Um, I assume Mr. Poet. I don't know. But I've seen The Accidental Poet around for quite some time, and I don't think we've actually spoken to The Accidental Poet before. So, uh, do chime in whenever you're ready. Otherwise, um, Osama, Osama bin Lifton. I know Osama bin Lifton. <laughs> if he hasn't, did he change his name? There's like 50 unstoppables in the chat right now. Oh, none, did, none of these did people unst- just get together to decide to name themselves unstoppable like a bunch of people? Yeah, but that's the trouble is if you guys are, I don't know if you're changing your names on the fly, <laughs> but if you are, I don't know who you are and I can't pull you in if you're all unstoppable. Maybe that's what they're doing. Maybe they're trying to like, if everyone's on, I don't, maybe there's something at play here that I, <laughs> that I am not aware of. Um, but for now oh, I don't boy. see Osama bin Lifton. So keep an eye out for the, I'm the one percent. Someone call in so we can talk about Ann Coulter. Yeah. Yeah. That's another good talker. Um, Yoda economics is, uh, I don't think no, we've spoken. Oh, mute your stream Yoda. And then 
I'm the one percent. Someone call Hold on, mute your stream, Yoda, and then um, and then uh, we'll be able to take your call. Uh, Rack is up next. Oh no, I, I hit the wrong button. God, reasons I need someone to manage all this crap for me. Uh, do you see a wreck in the waiting room? Uh, you're getting all this feedback, right? Well, that's why I had to mute Yoda is because his stream's not muted. So yeah. I'm not, but you're probably still hearing it. Gotcha. Wreck, Karen Zasada. Is this... And now my college is calling me trying to get money off of me. There Everything's are literally going... 10 unstoppable. I know. Well, the you guys, room. like, if you're changing your names and I can't... I can't. <laughs> everyone's changed their names. I can't bring you in if you guys change your what name. I get it. Assholes. I mean, I get it, but you guys, if you're doing this, you're tanking the show. <laughs> so Wreck's up next. Uh, Rack, you're free to chime in yes, whenever you're ready. I can hear. Excellent. What's going on? Oh, hey. Uh, first off, again, I just saying, big fan, been a fan of you since uh, Tuck Frump. Uh, just I'm put that out there. Well, that's um, a long just, time ago, man. It's been a while, so I appreciate it. Yeah, you just came out recommendate my suggestions on the front homepage, and usually I don't like. I mean, I fall into that trap all the time of just recommended videos. I have such a I have such a uh, watch later list. It's ridiculous. Yeah. Well, that that's how you know it's been a while by the way cuz there was once a time where I was in recommendations and my, where my videos had ads on them. Oh my. Those were the days. Those were the days. Anyway, thank you for um thank you for listening for such a long time. I appreciate that. Oh, oh no, dude. I you know, I've, your uh videos are basically my second religion. All right. So, you, um, that should be a distant second, I hope. Uh but I appreciate it. <laughs> anyway, I just have a few uh, questions. It's actually just about, um, you know, bringing people on. I know someone's actually asked you this on Twitter in the past, apparently, mm-hmm. which was about the possibility of you guys bringing on someone as controversial as like Richard Spencer. Yeah, people ask yeah. sometimes, and I, well, I'll, I'll finish your question and then I'll, I'll, I'll offer some. I think Blonde's echoing really badly. I know there's some, I've heard sometimes callers get in and they get an echo off of her. I don't have it, but are you, as long as you're able to hear what we're saying, we're, we're good okay. on the recording end. Sorry if we, uh, as long as you're able to hear what's going on, we should be good. Sorry if it's um kind of annoying, but. Right. No, but, um, said about possibly bringing on, you know, people into, on, onto the, your uh, show on the weekend that you know maybe some more controversial people maybe some of you guys don't disagree with uh well like say like like richard spencer or you know what what do you think about that yeah i mean it's um so here's the thing is it's like it's such a it's such a weird double-edged sword because i do have i'll be honest i have an intellectual interest in speaking to richard spencer and so i would love to speak to nathan Domigo as well by the way right. he's going to be streaming with some black guy which is like that's awesome i want to listen to them talk about x y and z the pro- the trouble is like there's so few people i shouldn't say so few there are too many people who confuse discussing an idea with endorsing it and right. for us it's like as we try to kind of grow i mean we're speaking about like insider show philosophy stuff here but for me it's like as we try to we want to grow the show we want to grow our audience obviously and sometimes reaching out to really controversial people gets a lot more backlash than it should which is an unfortunate side effect but and i hate that we have to be like calculated about it too yeah. But it's the reality of the situation. And, I'm, and don't interpret that to say like, no, I wouldn't. I, I disavow them. And I, I mean, obviously, I have several points of disagreement with these people, presumably, if I could discuss with them. Oh, so do I. But, totally. but. Yeah, so do I. I, I'm not saying I endorse them at all. I'm just like thinking, you know, it'd be kind of cool to get some of the. I guess it's maybe more a thing for like, Rich, uh, what's his face, Dave Rubin to do. Um, maybe we can pressure him into that. I don't know. I don't got Twitter. Well, that, but that's, and that, yeah, I know. And that's what Dave does so well. And I admire about him is he's really good. Sometimes I tune into his show and it's the most regressive bullshit I've ever seen. And I hate the guest. And then, or sometimes, uh, you know, it's somebody who it could be some, it could be somebody I agree with for any number or disagree with for any number of reasons, but I always admire his ability to speak with a guest and give the guest yeah. a platform to, um, to offer his or her ideas. Right. And, um, and he always gets shit for it. Like you didn't press hard enough on the, you know, if we, if we brought Richard Spencer on, for example, and we, 
I guess the trap you fall into is like, if you push too hard, then people are like, oh, you didn't let him talk. You didn't let him explain things. And right, if you don't right. push, then people are like, oh, clearly you're buddy, buddy with the white nationalists. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it's very difficult. It's tough to do. And so we've I, had know. like a few pretty, um, pretty famous guests on. And we've decided that like, that's not the way that we're going to build the show. Every time we have a we have a big guess, it doesn't turn out quite the way we expected. And so we oh. were like, all right, let's focus on like on, on the actual show and on mm-hmm. our, our interpersonal relationship on the show and everything and then see how guests fit in in the future. Yep. Yeah. Well, and um, oh, and oh. I, 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 I think one thing that worked that I want to try to do, I liked doing the pre-tape with Bass Stickman. We did a pre-tape with River so Gibbs I. this week. I think I in like the future, yeah. you might see more of like a shorter segment pre-taped, especially with first time guests. Um, right, right. Because our show format is not, and this is something that we realized when we did the interview with sticks, our show format's not particularly conducive with like getting to know uh, a guest. And so it just works better if we pre-tape and then attach to the podcast. Yeah. And then, and of course, obviously I want to have like returning people who we can just bring on in more of a panel format whenever. And, right. uh, cause we got to kind of establish a relationship with them. But yeah. anyway, um, did you I, have did you have any other thoughts on that kind of uh, on guests oh, or well, like okay just other guest ideas? What about like harmful opinions? Yeah, I don't know that much about him, but I'm I, I'm do, mostly open to talking to anybody. To be honest, <laughs> he's gone. Oh, uh, okay. So uh, a few other things, real quick. Uh, this is this is actually just something I kind of want to get out to people who are so you know I don't like the whole right now what a lot of people who support Trump are keep going forty chess. I I tell you what, I'm a huge fan of Trump. I don't like a lot of he's doing right now, and but though, so I'm always I don't see the longer the longer game about it, but I'm never going to defend it at this point as 4D chess, because one right, that just right. makes us look stupid, that makes us look stupid to, to, to everybody, because you know obviously it, it you know looks so contradictory. Two, it also lets it gives him a pass on doing things we don't like, um, like right now the friggin' uh, net neutrality pro- problem. The guy who appointed for net neutrality is like it looks like he's gonna be a disaster. We don't have the system in that place for net neutrality where it could basically turn our favor like in Britain. But uh, that's a whole other thing. But like, so basically, like, if Obama, like, I think Obama was basically a puppet president, right? If Obama um, was actually a decent, was actually trying to be a decent president, he had no accountability. No one was holding that guy accountable. And therefore, you know, because they gave him a pass on everything. So if we you give, if you give a guy a pass on everything, he's just going to do whatever the hell he wants or whatever, you know, he's someone telling him to do. And, you know, it's not going to make him a good president. People who support Trump should be holding him accountable on everything we don't like that he's doing, regardless if we want to, if we think there's some longer game about it. If there is a long game about it, then hallelujah, you know, kind of situation. That's just my thought. Yeah. I mean, Blonde and I have that discussion all the time too. It's so, and I know a lot of people do where it's this bizarre decision of um, incompetence or crazy genius. (laughs) Yeah. uh, And and normally I err on the side of crazy genius, but we'll see. Yeah, We'll see. I'll say one real quick thing for you, Matt. Yeah. Um, if, or I guess you know, a lot of you can answer too. If you could revive like one ga- canceled game project, uh, what would it be? Like Tiberium, Star Wars, uh, Republic Commando mm. 2, you know, like some game that was canceled you were looking really forward to or something. I don't know. I honestly couldn't tell you a canceled game that I was really bummed about. I can tell you like games I look forward to. But honestly, man, like the last couple of years I've been just moving more out of playing games than I used to be. And I still do play, but I I don't pay attention to the industry as much anymore. I don't play as much anymore. Um, So I I don't know about a canceled one. I can't really recall like one that I was really looking forward to that got canceled that I could tell you. I will say that like, I am really, I'm waiting for uh, red dead redemption Two more than anything. And uh, I'm sure that maybe I'll take a couple week break from the channel once it comes out and, (laughs) No, no life, no life of video game once again, but right. All right. That's all I had to say. Good well, thanks a lot. Thanks Look for forward calling. to hearing from you again. Hi, Peace. Appreciate it. Um, we got some people coming back. Oh, Miss Malevolent just donated to us. Thank you. Miss oh, Malevolent. Did she, did she have a, in the super chat? Yeah. Thank you. Miss Malevolent. We appreciate it. Did she have any kind of note or anything for us or any question or anything? Uh, let me go back. It was about Bill Nye. Let's oh boy. See. Need you guys to say Bill Nye, the eugenics scientist guy. Also, uh, Nye is anti-immigrant because immigrants have more children than native-born citizens. Oh yeah, I forgot. That's the other thing he said. Is I, I don't. I haven't 
looked at the quote. All I've seen is the headlines that say, Bill Nye says there should be a one child limit in the US. I don't know if that's true or not. I haven't looked into it. Yikes. All I know is his weird ass Netflix gender show. Why is he the eugenics guy though? Because of the because of the the parenting authoritarianism. Presumably. That he wants to... Okay. All right. How painful is this going to be? Maybe I'll watch it tonight. It's so bad. I mean, that has nothing to do with um, the parenting or eugenics, as she's saying, but it just has to do with gender and it's nonsense. So it's episode nine. Uh, you'll just look through Bill Nye Saves the World. I think it's the ninth, but I can't. It is remember. the ninth episode. It's called Sexual Dynamics. Or yeah, it's that one. It's that one. Let me see if um, Yoda, are you? Did you get your stream muted? We're, we'll take your call if you're good to go. Yeah, can you hear me? Yeah, I can. Okay, because because you kind of came in on a. Um... You kind of can't. I, you're kind of in an echo right now. Yeah. Uh, when you get back, blonde, we'll have to figure this out because apparently people are hearing an echo from you. I guess so. We'll have to. I don't know. We'll sit down and sort it out. But I'm all good audio wise on my end. So if you can put up with it, um, we should be good. Yeah. Okay. I just wanted to. Um, I just wanted to discuss with you really quickly. Um, this this uh, whole situation. And and I remember we talked about this uh, in in our um, chat session on yeah. Sunday. Immigration, and um, on May first, which is next Monday, they are going these um, these so called pro immigrant. But like I said, I don't call them immigrants because they're supporting uh, illegal migration into this country. Um, they're going to have what's called a day without an immigrant, where uh, you know, they're going to tell people, Hey, you know, stop, don't buy stuff. Don't go anywhere. Basically don't contribute to the economy or anything. So, um, what I would basically do is, um, if I, if I were anybody out there, I would say, you know, make a large purchase, whatever you can, if you're planning on make a large purchase or, you know, even even donate to, uh, you know, blonde at Matt or or do something because, you know, <laughs> something to kind of counteract what's going to happen, because I'm really, really getting sick of of I mean, I, I, I mean, if blonde thinks she lives in the belly of the beast, I live in Southern California right. where 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 the state legislature, the only thing they do is is they pass laws that benefit illegal aliens. That's the only thing they do. And nobody gives a shit about the middle class out right. here. Um, and it was actually, and, and so I would say do that if you can, because, um, didn't, um, didn't they just have one of these, one of these stay without an immigrants and a bunch of people got fired. Wasn't this like a month or two ago? It was a day without women. I think. No, there was an immigrant one too. Cause there was a, there was a, business owner on Crowder's show who fired a bunch of people who didn't show up for work on day without an immigrant. Yeah, they're, they're going to they're have, and by the way, you're exactly. right. It's day without an illegal immigrant. Like we have to clarify that that distinction is always lost in this. It's day without illegal labor or, uh, or, right. you know, economic activity, whatever. Because here's the thing, Facebook, uh, Mark Zuckerberg, he said that he would not, dock anybody's pay if any immigrant didn't want to show up to work he wouldn't dock anybody's pay they wouldn't fire anybody at facebook then nobody would get in trouble if they chose not to show up for work on may 1st which is next monday and this whole thing about this judge in the ninth circuit court of appeals um saying that president trump can't block um funding to sanctuary cities i know you're the city in which you live matt is a sanctuary city I, I, no, it got I shot. There was like a bunch of old grandmas who came and wanted it to happen and got shot down in like a week. We're yeah, safe. Yeah. Seattle is though. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Seattle definitely is. Seattle is and where I live in, in uh, San Bernardino is. Oh man. San Bernardino. Oh, and, Southern California. Yeah. And um, so basically the, this judge said that Trump can't block um, the, the funds, you know, of cities, that have that have uh, declared themselves sanctuary but that's total excuse my language that's total bullshit because um during i don't know if you guys remember this i don't know how old you guys are but um during the 90s in the early 90s there were the federal government started withholding highway funds to um states who did not 
raise their drinking age to 21. So the yeah, federal they, government has a very, very, very sordid history of doing this. But all of a sudden, it, Trump can't do this. It, yeah, they did it with um, they did it with highway funds for speed limits too. That's why we used to not have a speed limit in Montana. Sweet, it was reasonable and prudent. But then you know the feds tied their funds to uh, to speed limits, and here we are with our 80 mile per hour interstate speed limit. Anyway. Yeah, this, yeah, to your point, like they've done this sort of um, adopt this policy or else type of. Or else, uh, yeah. I mean, some people would characterize it as like a form of coercion, I suppose. But they, the point is, they do it, and the courts have upheld it. Yeah, and um, and you know, Chuck Schumer, Chuck Schumer, he's the one who called Republicans obstructionists, and he said that the that the uh, the budget the budget um, is is going to stall if Trump even talks about a wall, even though. You know, even though there was a President Bush signed the Secure Fences Act in 2006 and you don't necessarily have to wall. But even if it's like a a digital or an electronic wall, you know, to me, it's just it's it's beyond frustrating because there's more than just illegals crossing the border. It's it's people with drugs, it's drugs and it's, you know, it's uh, underage um uh, underage people uh and people some i up. assume are good people <laughs> I, just, I had to fit the trump line in there i'm sorry they're, they're bringing like uh, they're bringing underage women over for prostitution i mean yeah i mean you're you're what you're saying is you're fine with that because you don't want to secure the border i i just i just don't understand the fucking logic with democrats i mean I'm, and I'm sorry, I, maybe some people here are Democrats, but I just don't understand the fucking logic with Democrats at all when it comes to this issue. And it's frustrating living here in Southern California. No, and we I know Stephen Suarez, regular callers, talked about it too all the time. One of the things that's so strange about the Democratic Party to me, and, and he, he helped me see that too, is you have a party that was supposedly all about the middle class and working families and wor- the working class of people. And at the same time, they're open borders. And it's like, okay, we want all these people to come in and work for a ridiculously low right. wage under the table right. to undermine working class wages and just drive wages down for everybody. Okay, it's, it's this bizarre, th- these kind of two positions that they hold that to some extent are not compatible. And, uh, and that's, what's weird is, I mean, it's, that's kind of why they had to choose, you know, you have to choose between, do you want to uphold working families or do you want to uphold open borders? And it seems like they've chosen open borders. And by the way, they paid for that choice politically. Right. You know? Yeah. Yeah. So I would urge all of everybody out there, if you're going to make a big purchase or something, do it on May 1st and counteract what they are doing uh, or what they plan to do because it's going to be big. Cause I remember they did this back in uh, 2006 and it was a big thing. I mean, it was like, it was a no, like hardly anybody. Well, not hardly anybody, but a lot of illegal aliens didn't show up to work that day. But the great thing about it is I remember the freeways were wide open. I drove down. The, I, I, so seriously, I drove down the 405 at five o'clock in Los Angeles and I got from um, the Valley to Santa Monica in like 10 minutes. So that was That's awesome. Just, that just lies. These are lies, blatant <laughs> lies on my show. <laughs> anyway. Yeah. Fa- oh yeah. Okay. Uh, you want, I'll give you the sounder. Hold on. I got to find my soundboard here. Ah, I, <laughs> ah, I can't find my crap. A plus production. Yeah. I, I wasn't ready. Yeah, here you go. This is for you. You are fake news. Very fake news. Yeah. All right. Sorry. Don't mean to uh, anyway, yeah. we'll have to I let know. you go but um but do appreciate your call and appreciate all the support you've so- shown for the show and uh the channel and everything look forward to hearing from you um if you decide to call back did he is he gone is he here i, right. I don't know he's still in the in the room all right well, we'll steven suarez gave us uh some money in the super chat as well so let's thank him what did he have to say he did not say anything. He just he just gave oh, us some money. Well, that is very generous of Stephen. Thank you, Stephen. Uh, we uh, let's see. So there were a couple people that we had to. Um, in the midst of that unstoppable wave, I lost what was going on. I know I am the one percent was one of the callers. So you're free Hello. to chime in. Hey, what's going oh, on? Oh, hi Matt. Hello. Um, how's, how's it going? We're all trolling you, trying to trigger you. Also, I'm. Steph. Wait, wait, wait. So this this is Steph. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So you are part of this group that is changing your names. And making this show, you already know this show is not smoothly produced. Why would you make it more challenging for me? What are you um, doing? 
Blipperty started it. I'm pointing fingers. Um, okay. Uh, we just wanted to trigger you because we started talking about Unstoppable triggering you. I don't think he triggered. I think I handled it pretty fairly. Your given face the circumstances. did. You, I don't know. I don't know. Your face tells a different story. Well, yeah, but so what? So I looked annoyed. I mean, <laughs> I can't help that. Uh, anyway. I have another uh, dead body story for you, Blonde. Excellent. I love a good dead body story. Um, so we're getting rid of all the old bodies. And by getting rid of, I, uh, I mean being used as slave labor to chop up the bodies into smaller chunks so they can be used for other studying specific regions. Speaking of faces, your face right now. People wait, who listen to this wait, on demand aren't going to get that. that. That at your medical school, they make you guys chop up old bodies so that you can do like micro experiments on the smaller parts of their bodies. Is that uh, what you just told me? By micro experiments, uh, you would be referring to tugging at like small muscles and or veins or arteries to learn where they are. Um, oh. oh, that's disgusting. Tell me more. Yeah. <laughs> so, so we had a, I believe he was a homeless man. Uh, we, the, the, our professor basically took a, a knife and, and cut down his spine and then gave us a bunch of uh, what I can describe as, describe as spatulas and told us to scratch his spine until there wasn't any more meat left on it. Uh. Oh. Um, and then, and then uh, he, he gave one of, uh, one of the group uh, another knife and told basically to cut deeper around the spine. Then he came with what I can only describe as bolt cutters and put it to the guy's spine and cut it. Oh. Oh. And then pulled it out and the, the heart, like, and then it got, like, the heart and esophagus got, like, stuck. So he, like, cut off the, 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 the connections that were left. Oh, man. Oh, man. Do they do this in all medical schools? I don't know, but they were using us as slave labor to chop up buddies. Body, I can't. I can't <laughs> I you, English today. I think you've been defrauded. I don't. I think you got into like some bogus <laughs> medical school. This doesn't sound. This is some unregulated Costa Rican. They're bullshit. just grave robbers. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, it's just that we're we're slave labor, and they're too lazy to do the the hard work. And the semesters, well, trimesters coming to slave an end. labor for spinal extractions. Like that. That doesn't sound very precise. It's just like just rip it out of there. If there's lungs and hearts hanging, I mean, off of it, we'll worry it about was, it later. I, the description would be more precise, but it's like, why describe it that precisely when in the end, I'm just scratching off meat from a right. spine. Well, that, but that's what's <laughs> weird is like if it were experimental or something or like for a, for a, you would know more about this than I would. You're the one in medical school. I'm not. But it seems well, to me um, like if you were wanting to do some sort of experiment or some sort of observation, there would be some level of precision involved in that. Would there not? Not well, just like ripping things apart like you're a child or something. Somebody just said, did he go to Dahmer School of Medicine? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, next week, um, they're, they're still using us as slave labor. Um, it sounds like you probably bringing, deserve it, though. They're bringing in fresh bodies, and we're going to – Plasticized. I don't know the word in English, but I think it's plasticizing it. Yeah, is that the process they yeah. use for body works that exhibit? It, uh, yes, it's it's like making the tissue hard slash plasticky. Hmm. That's disgusting. All right, well that's very weird. Um, but <laughs> I, I got to keep the pace up here because we got to get some more callers in. But uh, any anything else you want to offer? Um, gold digger chick keeps tempting me. Oh, uh, I thought we all agreed to move on from that. I thought this was over. Well, I friended her on Facebook to chat <sighs> to her, and she keeps posting really fucking hot pictures. And oh, I'm a male. Yeah. Dude, like I said, how old are you? You've probably said this before. 21. Yeah, you've got... Okay, dude, there's... Yeah, don't fall into the trap of thinking, like, that's the special one. No. No, I'm no. not, but I'm. she's real. She's hot and fucking... You know, He's guys like, have entertainment. Special. She's just hot. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not saying there aren't special people. I'm just saying there are. There's more than one special person for everybody. So if there's someone you okay. think is very special, but is just kind of doesn't treat you very nicely and makes everything a lot of hard work unnecessarily, find another special person. 
Well, you know what, Matt? Options in my school are limited because it's only a 2,000-person school because the country is small. That's where I – my my college was 2,000 people. That probably explains um, why – well, Blonde knows what – I'm not going to get too personal here. Let's let's just put it this way. Um, I went to a school (laughs) with 2,000 undergraduate students that was disproportionately lesbian in its representation. There's (laughs) – some there were some certain portions of my college experience that I thought were lacking compared to other people's college experiences. Let's put it that way. I bet nobody knows what you're talking about. Bro. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. I there are times where I wish I went to a big state school for specific purposes, but that's it. <laughs> I'm other than that, I'm perfectly happy with my education, and I'm happy with my lot in life now. But back in those All days, right. options would have been. Uh, I would have liked more options. How about that? Uh, any case. Okay, well, I, I will continue playing on a loop of darkness, my old friend, until I get late. <laughs> I wish I had that ready to play. That'd be great. All right, oh, I'll boy. catch you next time. Okay, Thanks bye. All right, we've got more Super Chat donations from Randy Williams, Jake 3 ify and Yoda Economics also. Oh, well, thank, thank you, people. I'm very kind. Um, amid whatever's going on. It's like I said, I made a video today, and there was an ad on the video, and I was like, oh, it's a droplet that of rain in the, in the desert. Um, so I really do hope the ads will come back to something that is sort of close to what it used to be, close to normal. But in the meantime, man, Patreon and, and, and Super Chat and stuff are keeping this, uh, not just this production alive, but like everybody else, everybody that you enjoy on YouTube uh, and I'm uh, and not just for our sake, but I'm really that everybody steps up and supports creators that they enjoy. It's been really cool to watch. That's the silver lining of all this weird bullshit demonetization that's been going on. Yeah, definitely. Um, the, let's, the accidental poet didn't get a chance to. I don't know if there was a mic problem or something. I'll pull the accidental poet back in. You're good to go, poet, if you're ready. I don't know if you were looking to speak or not, but um, chime in whenever. And then um, I also terrible idea skipped over our guy jack osama bin lifting yeah i i think i got lost in the uh unstoppable brigade yeah well i so is this the first time we've actually spoken i can't remember i've seen your name around obviously but i I can't remember if we've spoken by voice i I think the last time that uh or actually the first time i spoke to you was uh right before the rnc and i think really yeah i did i i I sent matt a uh please don't die email Oh yeah, but I just mean by voice. Like I don't think we've spoken by voice before. No, 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 never yeah. called in. Well, thank you for um, thanks for calling in. Thanks for I know you've been listening and, and supporting the show for quite some time, so we really appreciate it. Yeah, yeah. Um, was gonna go on to the uh, Ann Coulter thing. I thought you did a fantastic video on it earlier today. Well, but thanks. what I really wanted to go into was the uh, news sourcing. I actually had a conversation with one of my employees about uh, talking about like where somebody gets their news. And I was kind of wondering, uh, I, I know that Matt, that you talked about uh, being like a daily listener to uh, Ben Shapiro. I know blonde is not a big fan of Ben Shapiro. Um, yeah. 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 But I, I, I almost feel like uh, if, when I listen to, to Ben that I can kind of, I can get at this point where I know where he's kind of like embellishing um, I know when he's, you know, he's Ben's being Ben. Right. Um, yeah. I was just kind of wondering where, uh, where, what your preferred news sources are. Are you cross-checking? And I'm not, I'm not putting anybody on the spot here. Uh, just kind of wondering, uh, you know, what, what are your preferred news sources? The Sarah, the, the great Katie Couric question to Sarah Palin. Oh boy. Like, what do you, <laughs> what do you do I, every day when you wake up and you're reading the news? Like, what's your process, uh, Gag? I, I can tell you that uh, basically the sole purpose I have for Facebook anymore is news aggregation. Seriously? So I, I yeah, never I, use it. Well, that's why that's like one thing I actually like about Facebook. Twitter is more my um, like communication with people, uh, people who like the show, people who like my channel and stuff. That's basically my primary communicator for that. But Facebook, um, I actually, fo- I mean, I follow everyone on Facebook from like Huffington Post to Politico to Breitbart yeah. to like the whole the whole range. Um, and generally most of the time, a lot of them are talking about kind of similar topics or the same right, thing. Right. And, and to, I, I don't know if, if you're getting at this with your question too, but oftentimes we kind of get that question of like, what's, what's a source that you trust? And it's like, none of them really. Like, I, I mean, I, I might look Stephen at Breitbart. Molyneux. 
I might look at a Breitbart article and a New York Times article that are about basically the same thing, and I might kind of cross and compare them. But I, I just don't assume that any... I'd be lying if I said there aren't people that I trust more than others, but I never just assume someone is a hundred percent accurate. And I think that's, um, I don't know. I think that's, that's what's worked for me is just follow a lot of things and put them into one. It doesn't, right. that doesn't have to be Facebook, and but aggregate the overlap, them somehow. That's probably what's true. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I've, I've almost kind of gotten to the point where I have to put in like 30 minutes with CNN just to get the talking points. Yeah. Uh, same, same with like MSNBC. Uh, I'm not a big fan of Breibart, but I will listen to, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll read some Breibart articles, but I mean, I, I, I'm sure we're all at the point that when you see somebody, you know, link uh, the Hill or the Huff Post, you kind of roll in your eyes, but I right. mean, you, you, you almost have to read it just to get the, the talking points of that perspective. Yeah. And there's a range too. I mean, when when it's purely matters of facts, uh, like a factual event, oftentimes like there's nothing wrong necessarily with Huffington Post, for example. But right. it's when and you get I into the editorialism and the opinion and, and the Guardian and everything like yeah. that as a source for my videos. So, like factual information, yeah, and of course a source of things to rip apart for fun. <laughs> well, naturally, yeah. Um, do you have, do you have, uh, is there a process that you use other than, so you said you, you check out CNN, uh, briefly, well, but is I'm, there... I've almost, I've almost gotten to the point where I have kind of almost given up on us news sources. I'm, hmm. uh, I'm, I'm on Reuters. I, I, I will, uh, you know, I, I want to see what the BBC America wants to say. I'm almost, I, I'm more interested in what the international community has to say about us news. And then, you know, of course I'll, I have, uh, I think I have a subscription to the Washington Post through my Kindle. So, you know, I'll check that yeah. as well. Yeah. But I mean, it, it, it's kind of like a, it's kind of like a book club um, that if, uh, if, if we're all supposed to uh, read the same book and then go and talk about it um, and, and have the same information, it's, I mean, it, I know this is kind of a tired subject or whatever, but I mean, if, if, if you have a book club, and everybody's supposed to go read that book for a month and you come back together for a month, you know, a month later and talk about that book. Um, everybody read, you know, read the same book, but now it feels like everybody has the different, you know, so much different information that, you know, the conversation can't even flow logically. Yeah. I mean, there is a, there is a benefit to everyone having the same information because you have a productive debate. However, if the information is bullshit or incomplete, I mean, that's a problem too, you know? So I do, I do see a lot of trade-offs in the current media environment. Like there's a lot of bullshit out there, out there, but at the same time, it's never been easier for people like all of us here to, to do independent fact checking right. and find the truth ourselves, which is also very, very uh, encouraging and very interesting and thrilling to be honest. Right. Well, that's, I mean, the, 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 the new meet new media is invaluable. Um, but I mean, we still need to, you know, pay attention to a certain amount of the legacy media just to kind of get the talking point um, to see yeah. kind of where the conversation's going. But I mean, obviously the new media uh, invaluable. That's really all I have. I uh, glad I could uh, actually chime in on uh, one of these calls. I usually miss this, sure. uh, this particular segment. I am uh pod bean master race here. So I, I, oh. I really appreciate that. I could make you're, uh, you're, you're one of the few people who actually uses pod bean yeah. like, on its own platform. Yeah. 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 Actually, I think I might be one of like five, four or five people that actually like left a comment. <laughs> oh yeah. Nobody ever, like we host the podcast on Podbean, but pretty much everyone listens, you know, iTunes, Google play the places where the, the feed goes as opposed to like on Podbean itself. Right. Right. Yeah. Well, th uh, thank you for, um, for listening and, and, um, for supporting the show and, and calling in. And I hope, uh, I mean, uh, if you can't make the show live, of course, and you want, and you have something interesting for us, just send, uh, send me a brief little like audio recording or video recording or send us a question or anything like that. Happy to yeah, take some points yeah, next, whenever. Next time. Well, here's the thing. I, I don't know if that I, if I did this correctly because I've had an echo pretty much all through this conversation. So yeah, no, people have been saying that. So I think there's something it's not, it's fine on my end, like the actual audio recording end of it. So something's going on for you guys specifically, which doesn't yeah. surprise me because, um, yeah, discord's it, very weird. 
and does weird yeah, things. See, like right, right yeah. at the end of uh, your last sentence and as blonde as well is like, uh, I'm trying to uh, have a conversation with you normally and it, I get the echo or whatever, but okay. I uh, appreciate we'll, we'll you get for having out. me. Yeah. Thanks, thanks a Colin. lot. Have a good night. Yeah. Thanks. Okay. Uh, we've got two new super chats. Oh my. C, Tsai, T-Z-I. I have no idea. And Kevin Gaskin, he asked us, are you guys ever going to have the Warskis on? They're pretty funny. Yeah, we I'd could. Love to. I know, I know they um I know they have streamed with like roaming before, so we could probably work that connection, you know. Um yeah, let's but do yeah, it. I know uh, well, I'd like to talk to him about Francesca Ramsey. Uh because yeah. I know there's like you know, a big battle between I, I don't actually watch a ton of their stuff, but I know that Andy Worski and Francesca Ramsey is a known big time rivalry and I I'll never talk really? to Francesca Ramsey, so I might as well talk to him. I don't know. She engaged you on Twitter. Maybe she'd come on yeah, the show. She just called me a liar and then never said anything. I would have her. a really hard time being nice to her, though. Yeah, I would, too, after some of the best. Yeah. I... Although that Lacey Green, um, Blair White debate was the most cordial shit I've ever heard. Yeah, and Lacey Green was on um, one of Jeff Holiday's streams, too. So Lacey might be. No way. Like yeah, I mean, it's, you know, she's not eh. too far off. Uh, we got we got some more callers to get through though, and just a little bit of time left to work with. So I want to make sure that we cover. Um, oh, Karen Zasada, you're good to go. And then I forgot Osama bin Lifton. I'll get him pulled in. You'll have to mute your stream, Karen's, if you can. Okay, right, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna I'm gonna mute Karen's for now. Um, but uh, okay, Jack, can I call you Jack? Go ahead. I cats on the back. I don't care anymore. Okay, so uh, you've been lifting, Osama. Uh, yeah. Uh, what's what's going on? What's on your mind? By the way, um, if people remember, uh, Jack is the guy who gave us the shout out on the He Will Not Divide Us stream. Uh, Which back I, in, like, I should post January. the image you gave me of uh, of Tranny Wise in the pictures yes. chat earlier. Yeah, he was so there I, with Tranny Wise the Clown. You'll recall the Tranny Wise the Clown yeah. from Seattle. That was him. Oh man. Yeah. That was an experience. So um real. Quick, I do have to ask a side question because everyone was asking this. Matt, why do you wear a Minnesota team's baseball hat? Because I love the Twins. I why do you love the Twins? I was born in St. Louis Park, Minnesota, October '87, when the Twins won the World Series. You you don't you don't know about my these people don't know about my Twins. Anyway, uh, I guess I guess people are just now learning. Yeah, no, my entire extended family lives there. Um, but yeah, no, I, 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 I don't talk about sports uh, as because it makes blonde mad. Uh, mad, but <laughs> it doesn't make uh, me mad. It makes me bored. Yeah, no, but like honestly, I'll, if people want to talk talk baseball or football anytime, but not on this show. You just have to get in touch with me on Twitter or whatever. So uh, how about then, Cubs? Uh, yeah, well, I mean, we, I, I'm, uh, I'm serious. We can't talk great. baseball or blonde will leave. <laughs> I know. I understand that. <laughs> Anyways, um, fun fact, I still go to school for the next week, at least, in uh, New York. And recently in the state of New York, they passed a what is kind of a pseudo kind of free health care bill or not free health care, free education. Look, I'm running on like no sleep. Um, and basically, there's now free state funded education provided here in the state of New York. What do you guys think oh, about yeah. that? And do you think that we should just say God help us all? Yeah, I've heard of this. So it's a uh, so it's tuition is covered for residents of New York in New York State schools now. Is is this actually so? This is How are in they place now, that? or is it coming? I think it's in it's being implemented, but it is it's gone through. It's now it's been passed through the uh, through the state level uh, Congress, and it's going to be implemented. And yeah. basically that, that it's an inevitability. But another thing is, is that if you have to work within the city of New York for five years, as soon as you've graduated before you can go work anywhere else in the country. Oh. If you take okay. Grant, so, okay. So, so, I mean, there are some, so the state is trying to recoup some of these benefits, right? Like theoretically you're keeping, uh, I'm going to try to, I'm going to try to play like the state's role here, right? Like you're keeping uh, talented students in your state by enticing them with a better deal than they would get out of other states. And in exchange for that, they pledge to work in New York for five years after their graduation. Am I correct? It sounds a lot like indentured servitude. <laughs> it really does. Well, There's but it's, also, it's like, still a choice. At least. Yeah. You have to realize is to a smaller extent, the federal subsidization of college has already been a thing that's been implemented. We're just not being quite so blatant about the fact that we're paying for college. We're paying for part of it. Mm-hmm. 
The reality, of course, is that because of this, the standards for entering a college and the standards for what degrees you go after are lower. We saw a huge spike when the federal uh, subsidization system occurred in honestly bullshit majors, social science bullshit, like, you know, gen, you know, gender studies, that kind of stuff skyrocketed under that system. The yeah. Well, anytime when the federal, I occur, mean, it, it, you allow useless majors that are a waste of money. Yeah. And that seems to be common in pretty much every, every time we've tried it. If, if you subsidize an industry and say, Hey, here's a bunch of free money. It's funny. The price of things goes up because, all right, I'll take this, I'll take this free money that you're giving me. And since I can charge whatever I want right. in exchange for services that you are paying for federal government, ah, it went up by 20, 30%. Oh, oh surprising. Surprise. I'll take yeah. the check, please. Uh, in any case. Yeah. What I love, though, is that, you know, all it's going to happen for people like me who are, I'm moving to university out of this, this state, it's going to be public, but not here. Mm-hmm. And, you know, even while I was here, I was at a private university, the value of every other university that isn't a public New York one just skyrocketed, at least by a decent percentage be- compared to any other ones within the state. Interesting. Yeah. Well, it will, at least this is like basically the Bernie Sanders experiment. I will be curious to see how this turns out over a few years because you know how it's going to turn out. Well, yeah. I'm going to, I'm just going to sit back and observe and with uh, your hope, popcorn. You like hope, to do that. Don't hope you? for the best. Hope for the best. <laughs> uh, anyway, uh, we'll have to let you go, Jack, but I do, do appreciate the call and um, look forward to speaking with you next time. No problem. Thanks for having me. Yeah. Thanks. Uh, Karen Zasada. Oh, and thanks, thanks to Rogue Savage that just donated to us. Oh, thank you. Um, hey, can Karen, you guys hear me? Yeah, I can. Sorry, I had to mute you earlier because there, there was some stream feedback coming in, and you might hear some echo off of us if you can put up with that. Um, we should be good. Yeah, yeah, no worries. Yeah, I can hear some massive echo. Yeah, um, weird. We'll we'll figure it out. Sorry about yeah. that. Yeah, no, no worries. Yeah, just uh, love your stuff. By the way, just start with that. Thanks. Uh, I've been listening to you, Matt, since uh, you were on Crowder, actually. Even though I don't really listen to him anymore. Nice. That's good. Yeah. I, I, I really appreciate um, when people say that, and I appreciate that he hosts him. I've heard, I've had people say that a lot, and so um, I'm glad that people came over, and I'm glad he gave me that shot, too. Yeah, yeah, no worries. So uh, I just wanted to bring up real quick that uh, Rachel Dolezal, she did actually have like a fake hate crime that she tried to push. Um, <laughs> oh, no. Recently oh, yeah. in her past. Yeah, no, no, this is, I think, why she was kind of outed as an actual white person, you know, uh, because oh, okay. she claimed to have, like, uh, a threatening envelope uh, thrown in her mailbox, mm. and it turns out that the only way that it could get into that mailbox uh, without stamps or anything was if either a USPS employee put it in there or if she put it in there. Oh, there. that's special. And, yeah. You've so, really got to research your fake hate crimes. you got to cover all your bases, you know? I know, I know. Like you, uh, you, you, Don't do it lazy like that. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, yeah she blew it. Yeah. Anyways, uh, my, my question was, uh, if you guys have any stance on abortion, that's like the one thing that... Two minutes, two minutes left and we get... I know we talked about this yesterday. We had a patron hangout and we like, we got pretty deep into it. Not, not saying that we won't talk about it again, but it's something I'm really conflicted on. Um, One thing I think you guys sway me on, you know, I'm like right on the fence there. Blonde and I are both actually conflicted on it. And I think for different reasons, um, are you comfortable talking about some of your reasons? Or? Oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's a Freakonomic study, and the guys have backtracked a little bit on this, but um, this is a very well-known study where um, after making uh, abortion illegal, or was it was it in New York or something like that? Uh, I was saying post-Roe post v. Wade, right? So yeah. Right, right, right. So there was a huge fluctuation in crime around the average time, uh, like the optimal crime committing time. It was like age 32 or something like that. So on the one hand, there are social benefits to abortion. On the other hand, like you're killing your kid. Like I can't, uh, the, the people that are like, this is not a human life. I can't get behind that either. Yeah. And I, um, so I, I'm formerly pro-choice. So I, I don't, I can't even say that I'm not currently, I guess, but it's not like I was ever militant in my attitude or like firmly committed either. I just generally had the, the kind of left wing or democratic party line of, Oh, uh, you know, it's her body. Keep the government out of it. Well, and I, 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 there's probably some of that left in me too. This is between borders and abortion in the libertarian community. Those are two big splits that I've seen. Right. And I was listening to, um, as I kind of trend more and listen to more libertarian people, I was listening to Austin Peterson on the Ruben report, Ruben report like last week or two weeks ago, 
it was a great interview if you haven't listened to it because um, I like a lot of what Austin says outside of he loses me a bit on borders but it, what he said on abortion was pretty interesting too and it's just like I, I'm with him in that I have a harder and harder time there, there's a certain segment of people that just want to deny that this is a life at play or deny I've had people deny that right. it's a human in play and if it's not right, a human right. like what, what the hell is it? is it yeah so we it all comes down to this this fundamental distinction of where does life begin and if you can't, if you're not able to say that with certainty, you know, or if you go with the viability route, well, even that's not a then distinct point in time. Then err on the side of caution. Right. Like you're, if you're not certain at some level, you're gambling with a life or a human if you accept that it is a life or a human. And if you're gambling with it or you're unsure, maybe it's wiser to err on the side of life. Again, this, this is just, these are things I'm thinking about. I'm not prepared to take like a firm stance on it here either way, because I, I still am sympathetic to the, the, the newfound Tommy Lauren reasoning too, of like, well, I say, keep the government out of X, Y, and Z. So I'm going to say, keep the government out of this too. Um, I don't know. I mean, so I, I've, I've used to be pretty I used to be a pro-choice person, considered myself convinced, and now I'm kind of more in a neutral area where I, I just can't find certainty on this issue. Um, right. So it's not a very satisfying answer. I'm sorry for that, but uh, I thought Austin did a pretty good job of explaining. It. It's a good listen. But and then uh, something else we talked about yesterday was, uh, you know, we it needs to be rare, and that you can do that by just shaming the shit out of people that have had what? abortion. <laughs> Well, that was, was, was interesting. I, I never posted it. Maybe I should at some point. Blonde and I last summer when we were in Cleveland, there was um there was a shout your abortion group that I interviewed. We should dig up that footage. I still have it. I could post it. And I was just talking to this to this a peer of ours, a young woman, about her about not just like should abortion be safe and legal, but no, no, you should have abortion pride. You should shout your abortion. You should make it known to everybody publicly. And her yeah, whole point yeah. was like, Skag was like, do you think that you sh- women should be proud of the abortions that they've had? And she goes, absolutely. Yeah, it was really weird. <laughs> oh. I mean, she, she wanted to make the case that it's just a medical procedure. Okay, maybe I'll listen to you. But you don't go out there and shout your knee surgery. You don't go out there and <laughs> shout your... Oh, I, you know, I got a flu shot. That's if it's a if it's a medical procedure. You, in what other context do you shout it? Anyway, I'm I'm going on and on and on here, but I'd be curious where you stand, Karens. Uh, yeah, I just I think I'd probably stand with uh, Ron Paul on that, where it should probably be a state right. But even then, I'm not really. I, I feel like I'm kind of just deflecting to not like taking a solid stance on it. You know? Yeah, yeah, I understand though. It's it's a nuanced issue. But anyways, that was that was all I had. Appreciate you guys' input. Thanks for yeah. calling. Yeah, uh, yeah. I hope um, maybe someday we'll all find clarity on this. I doubt it though. Probably yeah, and I'd love to see we that had video. A, if we had a rock solid argument that was you know right. immune to any criticism, uh, you got something special there. Yeah, absolutely. Thanks for calling. Uh, thanks, thanks a lot. Thanks for having me. Okay. We have um, a super chat question. Okay, let's take that. Um, and people in the live chat are making fun of your epitome incident. Oh, yeah, yeah. All right. I'm sorry. <laughs> um, uh, all right. You know, the, I, you know, I got my fair share of Twitter shit posting, and my only response was like, <laughs> all right, fine. I deserve it. I'm not going to fight you. I'm not going <laughs> to. Whatever. I, after so many hours of this amount of time on a microphone, if that's what I the have to take shit is. for. Yeah, I know. Fine. We, we all, we all fine. Yeah. Um, so KNL191. From what other countries would blonde prefer immigrants to enter the United States? Enlighten us, Fuhrer. <laughs> not sure if that's sarcastic or serious, but I'll take it either way. I mean, the question sounded sounded serious. Is yeah, it, is it yeah, asking well, about the preferred country for for immigrants? Is that is that what this that's person? that's what I would take as the gist of that question? But it's for you. Uh, Western Europe, Western European countries, like some Germans, you know, some Swedes, the British. Yeah. Let me let me ask you this. Do you care about I think I know how you'd answer it, but like do you care more about the culture of the person or the qualifications of the person or both? Like what let's say there was like let's say there was like somebody education? from I don't know. Like uh, when we, again, when we were in um, when we were in Cleveland, one of the guys I spoke to was from Care. Remember that lady I spoke to from Care, and he was a Pakistani doctor, and they were trying to convince me that like Islam is great, and we have no problem with just letting oh, in all oh, Muslims I see in the what world. But like, but he, but this guy was like a highly qualified Pakistani doctor. No, so, no, I'll take every uneducated person that is culturally aligned over hmm. like 
any Muslim doctor. Yeah. I don't know. I'd have to Wouldn't think about you? it. Well, I'd have to, I'd have to think about then it. And it depends. Positions, it, it depends. People in positions of power that um, have different cultural values. And, and it depends in the number too. Like, obviously I want the highly qualified people from around the globe who are here, who believe in American values, want to contribute economically or otherwise. Um, and it, but it certainly bringing in like a huge amount of people from a culture that's vastly different from ours is different than bringing in like, here's a small amount of highly qualified Pakistani doctors, for example. Uh, uh no deal. That was an easy, that was an easy question. Easy I don't question. know. I don't know if it's either or I just think there are different things to consider. If it was, it was a hypothetical. Um, and yeah. then we had another super chat liberative. Is that right? Liberative, liberative. And he said, uh, abortion should be legal as a procedure, but not for the purpose of mere contraception. It should take more than just being preggers to qualify. I agree. Of course. Yeah. Yeah. So some type of <clears throat> health condition that puts the mom in jeopardy is always kind of getting right, it, maybe. Right. And, and people do use it for, for contraception. I've told the story a million times. I told it in a video, but I knew this chick that had three abortions while she was married and she had a bunch of other kids. Cause she was like, it was just the wrong time. This baby was like eight months ahead. Ugh, Jesus it's Christ. So, it's kind of weird to, um, to have it while married too. You'd think. I know. Um, and she had three other, three other children. Yeah, strange. So, so I don't know. I guess I don't know the personal situation, but it just seems to me that I wouldn't. The expect... personal situation is that she was using abortion as a contraception. Yeah, well, yeah, as but a method just... of contraception because she has no moral, you know, backbone. Yeah, well, I mean, just even the situation of married with children, but still using it for that purpose—that seems very weird to me. Like, if it's some high right. school kid, high school teen who's That's like, more oh, crap, I, got, I got pregnant, and you know, we're dumb idiot kids, and we're not going to be parents, like. I understand the the contraceptive purpose more in that situation. Right, right. Oh. All right. Well, uh, super chat. That that's it on super chat. Um. Yes, and the okay. guy that submitted that question said, "So I guess no halal MD?" Question mark. <laughs> <laughs> no, indeed. Uh, no, yeah. that's it though on super chat. Thank you yeah, guys. I really interesting appreciate to it. think about. Yeah, thank you to our super chatters. Um, and of course, super chat is another. Uh, we're going uh, to, we were talking about super chat cause it's, it's, we appreciate it so much. And on Sunday, you know, we have a, a more stricter schedule, um, or a stricter structure. We try, we try to kind of keep on pace and focused and things. Um, but certainly like if you can't, if you don't want to call in, um, to this show and, and you think that it's more effective just to super chat, get us a question that way or whatever, we will take questions by the way, no charges apply via email, but certainly super chat works great too. And, um, we're happy to take any and all, all the questions uh, for the Wednesday show on the super chat. Sure. Anyway, um, I do have something to tease uh, this week because uh, last, the last couple of weeks I haven't known what we're going to do on Sunday. This Sunday I do. We're going to talk about Bill Nye, of course, even though it's already been talked to death, probably beating a dead horse at that point maybe. But even if we are closing the show with River Gibbs. All it, right. I think it went better than expected. I think yeah, it was Yeah, I mean, I thought it was... I, I kind of like the guy. I, I gotta say, I kind of like him. I think he's. I think he's a really adorable. And I agree. He's naive, and his views are. I don't like, but I like him. Yeah, I gotta agree with you. We'll catch you then. Bye.